0: You know, I always I was actually thinking thinking about uh, NBA jerseys, and I was looking at the finals a couple of years ago, and I think Cleveland wore the
1: like shirt jerseys. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the, yeah, like, not a fan though. Not a
0: fan. No, neither am I. I'm not a fan of that either. Now I like the different style, like uniforms, like definitely like color wise, but like definitely keep it the classic. You know?
1: Yeah. Classic no sleeve. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want to the short get... length. That always just changes. It's kind of funny yeah the short length does change like have you ever seen like the evolution of it it's really funny um, that is funny and I like, like how really, it's going really back short. up yeah I like no. how it's going back up and like with Alan and Iverson man, in that in that group it was just like as baggy as you could right? get it like the Car- Carmelo Anthony oh American my state. god yeah. yeah
0: yeah talk about peaks and valleys
1: right <laughs> and now now Melo's walking around with short shorts Yeah, Yeah. I know.
0: Um, And speaking of at least the NBA playoffs, um, the NHL playoffs have been quite interesting. The NBA has been pretty interesting itself. And, you know, still Aaron Rodgers is still in the headlines. You know, know. he's got to stay out of that, you know, like at some point, when is it?
1: Well, honestly, last week, I don't remember if you were here. We were talking about Aaron Rodgers and him – being packaged in a deal with Devonte adams to send out oh yeah for to atlanta to matt
0: to matt ryan and
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. and yeah. i was thinking about this a little bit more today and i was doesn't thinking sense. you know that's not what aaron would
0: do right like aaron wouldn't be like yeah send me to atlanta like he doesn't there's a new head coach there he doesn't want to play there i don't know He guess he does have kyle pitts but like that's that's not the point though it, it's not the point well then what like, is the point I, I don't see the point though like I think they can try to trade for Julio to try to like smooth things over. I think that's what I was getting at. But I don't think that it's smooth overable. I think that. So what is the, he gonna? What what's gonna happen? He's gonna sit out for the year? No way. He's too old for that. He's gonna. He's
1: he's got to play. He's running out of years. To play. I I don't think so. I think yeah. that he. I, I mean, think he'd sit out. But let let's uh let's let's open the show officially. Um, a long intro. Yeah. No. Let's let's. I I like the cold intros. Uh, those are fun. I like those. <laughs> um let's open the show officially welcome back to another episode of the guys to talk about sports this is joe and with me as always is zach and that's it right now boys Um, Will be joining us in a little bit though so well yeah we'll we'll see about who joins us but this is episode 36 and we were talking about the nhl playoffs nba playoffs the wizards are coming back baby they've got one game under their belt and they're moving forward um If you guys listen to the uh, cold opening, you guys heard us talk about Aaron Rodgers. He's still not at Packer OTA, so that's interesting. And I'm going to be doing a little bit of an MLR update. Um, I missed this past Friday with our MLR Corner, so I'm just going to kind of take care of it here. All this and more coming at you, but first, some business. This episode is brought to you on all platforms by Anchor and the guys who talk about sports. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Guys Talk Sports with Tuesdays and Instagram. At Guys Talk Sports 101. Now, to the episode. Bow, wow, wow, yippee-yo, yippee-yay.
2: Doggy dogs in the motherfucking house.
1: Bow, wow, wow, yippee-yo, yippee-yay. Death rolls in the motherfucking house. Bow, wow, wow, yippee-yo, yippee-yay. The sounds of a dog oh. bring me to another day. Play with my bone with your Timmy. It seems like you're good for making jokes about your Jimmy. Well, here's the Jimmy joke about your mama that you might not like. I heard she was a Frisco dyke, to fuck your mama. I'm talking about you and me, toe to toe. Tim M-U-T, your bark was loud, but your bite wasn't vicious. And the rhymes you were kicking were quite bootylicious. All right, so I'm just going to get through the MLR update real quick. Um, since there isn't really anybody here to ask questions, I'm just going to kind of go with a speed round. So this past weekend in the MLR closing out the month of May, the Toronto arrows took on the new England free Jacks free Jacks came out on top 14 to 12 next game. We have on May 29th, San Diego Legion hosted the Houston Sabercats Legion came out on top 39 to 11 and the Teenies they, Drop one to rugby ATL in a really close matchup, 17 to 12. The game is played in Atlanta. Next, we have the Austin Gronies going into Utah to take on the Warriors. The Warriors come out on top 45 to 24 in a pretty easy looking game. And then next, we've got Rugby United, uh, New York going into D.C. Pretty rough game there, 46 to 10. Um that was uh that was tough to that was tough to see. Um, the both teams supported their or wore the uh, the Memorial Day uniforms. Um, both were wearing camo. It looked pretty cool. Uh, moving on to next weekend, we've got the uh, Gilgronies going in to Houston to take on the SaberCats. That is June fifth. Also on June fifth, Rugby A is taking on the Nola Gold. On June 6th, we've got San Diego Legion taking on the Toronto Arrows. Continuing on June 6th, we've got Old Glory DC going in to take on the New England Free Jacks. And lastly, we've got the Utah Warriors taking on the Seattle Seawolves. So right now I've got my rankings. Rugby ATL jumping in those rankings. Um, They beat the Giltinis, who are at the top of the league right now, but they're sweating a little bit. Um, certainly sweating. Uh, that's you know the guilt. The guiltinis have have had kind of a stranglehold on the uh, on the on the competition as of late. But um, with that win, things are looking a little bit closer. So the guiltinis are still first. Atl is second. Then we have got Rugby United a third, and they're in a three-way tie for first there. Then a pretty pretty steep drop off. We go to the five five hundred. Utah Warriors, and we got the Nola Gold, Austin, the New England Free Jacks, San Diego Legion. Our old glories hanging out at the bottom of the of the pack, but not not completely at the bottom. We've got the Toronto Arrows underneath them, and the Saber Cats underneath them. And lastly, but certainly not least, the Seattle Sea Wolves. All right, and that has done it for Joe's rugby corner. Tough, uh, tough to be a rugby fan in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, that is for sure, Joe. I mean, and and... I like the
0: cities that they're in. I think that's fun. I think they have a lot of good cities and a lot of good markets that uh, this MLR is. I I hope it blows up. I think there's a a great market here in the U.S. And I think uh, it's a great high school sport, a great way for, you know, kids to get involved with sports and extracurriculars. And, you know, you learn a lot of good team aspects. So um, rugby's always been a a great sport and especially was definitely, definitely uh, sought out for more. Uh, you know, across the pond over in, in Europe and um, Australia and, you know, New Zealand, all these, um, you know, they, they're really big on rugby. And also if I'm not correct, Joe, do they have it in the Olympics? Is it a summer? They do. Is it a summer? They do. Thing? So they do have
1: it in the summer Olympics. It's uh, and, sevens.
0: And I believe the summer Olympics are coming up in Tokyo um, <clears throat> this sure July. Are. So uh, any insight on who the, obviously who the favorites would be and maybe who would be a, a surprise Joe?
1: Yeah. Um, so the seven circuit is a little bit different than the fifteens. Um, so the MLR is in fifteens, but sevens is what's played in the Olympics. Um, but kind of the, the, same, the same characters who are great in fifteens are great in sevens, um, with the exception of some underdogs, including the U.S. Eagles. Um, the Eagles are an incredible seven side, and it's mainly due to um, speed. And just absolute power. Uh, The the USA team is phenomenal. So um, they had a pretty poor showing in the Olympics a couple years ago. However, um, they're looking, they're building a pretty, really solid team. Um, And so I'm looking forward to seeing them play in the Olympics. Uh, The New Zealand All Blacks, their seven side is always, you know, a contender. But the number one team that I think is going to win gold medal in the Olympics is going to be the second it'll be their repeating time winning the olympics it's fiji uh fiji rugby is unreal rugby is a very fast-paced game sevens is even faster and fiji sevens is even faster than that they don't take the ball into tackles they take the ball every time they get touched by another human they're offloading the ball to another player who's sprinting up behind them to, you know, score a try. It's people have tried to replicate it for years, but nobody can get what Fiji has. But like I said, New Zealand is definitely going to be a contender. Could we
0: sorry, could we expect to see any of these MLO players on the USA team or possibly
1: other teams or. Ab- absolutely. Um, there are going to be. So, like I said, MLR is 15s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But a lot of the, t- so internationally, 15s and sevens don't really mix but in the united states our 15 side is not really good enough um to not have some sevens players play for them Do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so we have to bring in sevens players to play on our 15 side so a lot of the sevens players kind of make a little bit of money playing for the mlr so one player for instance um there is uh, there's DeMonte Noble, who um, I know personally, he, the only reason I'm bringing him up is because he's in the seventh circuit. Mm-hmm. So that means that he could potentially make the team for the Olympics. That's cool. um, and he's, he's on DC's side.
0: Okay.
1: Um, also, um, a lot of these guys will be fringe guys um, if they make the sevens team. The seven side is pretty much made up. Right, it's extremely competitive too. It's right. it's extremely competitive.
0: So I mean, what I you can't... carry for for all the listeners, what you, how many people do you carry on a seven squad? Like obviously the seven players, but how many reserves?
1: Um, just so I think about twelve. Yeah, twelve or thirteen. Um, it's pretty, elite. and yeah, so that's that, and those are the players who who are who have jerseys on and then they'll have some like backup backup guys who, serves, who, who right. travel who fly travel right yeah. right exactly um but you can expect to see um a oh who is a rug a legion player um from the san diego legion his name's cecil africa um he plays for south africa and he's a sevens legend so mm-hmm. um seeing him play for san diego is unbelievable it's scary. great for the mlr for sure no, it's huge. I mean, yeah. Zach, like. That's why I was asking of, how, many, how many players right. they had, didn't it? Um, a lot of them are 15s, guys. Yeah, but I, I mean, it makes, also, sense. makes sense. I think also um, Mikey Tao, uh, also of the San Diego Legion, I think that he'll also make a push to make the seven side. Um, and perhaps Ben Sima who is on the, I think Ben is on the Seattle Seawolves. But yeah, these th- those guys will definitely make a push, and there I'm sure there are others that I just can't name at the moment. Um, but Zach, I mean, Cecil Africa being in the MLR is like it'd be like um, it'd be like Chad Johnson going to play in the XFL, like a big name, big name going into play in a small. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 pretty it's cool. Good. The Olympics coming up will certainly be interesting. Um, but I'm gonna call it right now. I think that. Fiji's gonna gonna repeat. So we're getting yeah. into the Stanley Cup playoffs here.
2: Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey
0: for 2021. Uh the hometown team of the capitals were eliminated the first round. Um, we talked about that last, <clears throat> last episode, really sore subject, but the people the team that eliminated them, Bruins, are in a um three versus four versus the islanders and the game the series is tied one, one. So it looks like the Islanders then split home ice for them. So that's good for the Islanders. I think they're going to be, I think the Islanders are going to win this one.
1: You, Joe, think what so? do you think Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the Islanders are just faster than the Bruins. I mean, um,
0: if I, if I'm, if I do, if I do correct myself though, Joe, you did say you like the Bruins to win it all.
1: I do. I do like them. Um, I think the Islanders are faster, but I think the Bruins um, really put together a, hell of a series against the capitals. So, um, you know, I, I like, I like what I saw. However, I think that I would have liked Boston against Pittsburgh better. Um, Pittsburgh is very similar to our style of play. And I think that bodes well against the Bruins. I mean, um, it bodes well for the Bruins. Bruins Um, Play those teams. Yes. Right. And, um, the Islanders are faster. They're younger, they're they're they grind more. So um, you know, I think that the Bruins have are gonna have their hands full. It's it's good that they got that first um mm-hmm. that first game under their belt, but uh dropping one after that is tough and then going into New York will be tough. I'm excited to see how that
0: one plays, but moving down to the Carolina versus Tampa Bay series, Tampa Bay takes a one-o lead and uh Tampa Bay uh in the first round got through um the Florida Panthers 4-2 uh they won the Battle of the Florida so good for them um and they're the reigning champions I, I really expect them to get past the Canes I think the Canes are inexperienced I just don't think that they have it coming from a team that just really played one of, through one of the toughest seasons and won in know the Stanley Cup last year so I think it's going to be uphill climbing for for uh for the Hurricanes and but you know then again, they could be so inexperienced and young that they just forget it all and just lay it all out there and they have a great head coach. And as you're saying, there's a buzz around Raleigh right now.
1: There is certainly a buzz around Raleigh. Um, but with that said, I I think that the Lightning are just going to go through them pretty quickly. You know, I think the Lightning are number three in the bracket because they didn't have uh, Stamkos and Kucherov. Kucherov yeah. But now having them back, I mean, I they they look they look fast they look mean they look poised too. Yeah, I think you know?
0: they go they go as far as Andre Baskoleski. Obviously, they can score, but if they you know he's up there like Swiss cheese, it's really tough for them to you know put away yeah.
1: games. Well, absolutely.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, moving over to uh, the west side, Joe, the Montreal Canadiens. What do you say, man? What what it, do we say about inexperience in the playoffs? It, it kills you with the Montreal, with, with the with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Although they had a couple of veterans, you know, they still the core is very young there.
1: Well, same, they brought the it Edmunds. to seven.
0: I mean, yeah. they brought it to seven. You know, the, but the if Leafs you get in Game Seven, you have to have experience,
1: right? The Leafs are no slouches, but yeah, they, they brought it to seven. The Canadians they had it out and they had it one. Um,
0: and, and the same thing with the Leafs. Or with the Jets, sorry. Same with the Jets, beating the Oilers, you know. But they got swept, and that really s- pays to their inexperience. You know, at least Absolutely. they did get to seven but um, as the Leafs. But, you know, the Jets now versus the Canadians, I have no idea who's going to win this. I have no clue. I have Dude, no
1: clue. Me neither, but I do have to say this. So this goes back to something we said last week and the week before and the week after that and the week, you know, all, all the way back to March. You know, the Jets have... Had a long time to just rest. They've had a long time to chill. They have. The Canadians have not. I don't know. I don't know either, man. The, this game's gonna be good. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be pulling for the Habs, though. Have I said it on the podcast that yeah. I'm a I'm a yeah. secondary Canadians fan?
0: You have Brendan. Okay. You should, because you're you're a secondary Buffalo fan too. Buffalo. right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, secondary Buffalo, secondary Canadian. I mean, do you have any secondary teams? No, not at all. No, no teams that you would I'm be sure like. my
0: allegiances. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I'm. obviously, like the Ravens, like
1: and like the Orioles and stuff like that. Like, like okay, I that's just, what I'm asking. Yeah,
0: the, I would say that Ravens and Orioles.
1: Then. Yeah, I don't, I don't care for the Ravens or the Orioles at all. I mean, they're my. in the AFC. I could care less. I mean, unless they play well, this. right. The well, I mean, look at where the Canadians are compared to where the Caps are. I mean, it's completely same thing with the Bills. Good point. It's good point. So uh, I mean, so you're on Canadians. Matter.
0: Yeah, I'm going okay. Canadians. So Joe, the Colorado versus Vegas um, game one, Colorado wins, and Colorado swept their first round, and Vegas went to seven. So therefore, the rest fade off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it
1: absolutely did. Well, I mean, for game one, it sure did. It's pretty clear. Um,
0: you know, if if Vegas steals a game, I think Vegas. If, if Vegas steals a game. In Colorado, I think they win the series. If they don't, they're going to lose. Yeah. It's pretty simple.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, that was simple math. I mean, they have to. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, and I think that, you know, I guess this will also go with Canadians in the Canadians in the, and the Golden Knights as well. Winning a game seven really puts some, you know, vinegar in your piss. You know, really, really gets Absolutely. you. Go. So, I mean – you know, sweeping a team is ex- also ex- it's also excellent. great,
0: very confident it's, boosting.
1: Absolutely, but I would say winning a game seven just really, really puts you in on a on a different edge. Um, so, if the Golden Knights take this next game, Zach, I think you're absolutely right. I think that they will take the rest of the series.
2: Well, yeah,
0: I was also saying. I mean, it was kind of simple since they're like they play less home games like they play the majority on the road that they obviously have to steal one on the road uh, to win the series and that was kind of just like math that was stupid but that's also figuring they win all their home games which i mean playing in vegas is tough they do have a nice uh, arena and uh, you know mark andre fleury has been in the playoffs he's been here and this is that's why i picked them over the wild you know mark andre fleury i could say it time and time again like you know absolutely I'm also worried about the expansion draft for a couple. Uh, I told you, TJ Oshi was, um, dude, I was know. going to be unrestricted for. Uh, he's could be targeted to be their their captain. So
1: that'd be tough, but tough, but understandable. that'd be tough, but understandable. And I think that he would he'd absolutely deserve a captaincy.
0: But he also he did sign an eight-year contract here, like he definitely does want to be here. You know, like that was it was nothing about that, right? Like he likes playing right. here. Right. Um, Wait. So. so
1: even though he signed that contract, he's still available. Yeah, because they didn't they didn't protect him. So who did the Capitals protect? So it
0: says, um, assuming the Capitals choose the option of protecting seven forwards and three
1: defensemen. All right. So they're All right, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I can I make my guesses on who they're going to protect? Yeah, and you tell me if I'm right. I don't really
0: like
1: it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you don't like it? Okay. Oh, no, I don't like who we're protecting. Okay, you can go. Okay, defenseman John. Yeah. Is it Dylan? Yeah. There's 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 four defensemen. Oh, I thought you said three. Okay. There's um, s- seven forwards and the four defensemen. Schultz. Yes. And I'm assuming it's not Chara. No. I can't think of the last one. Orlov. Orlov. Orlov,
0: duh! Come on, can, can I tell you, Can I just tell you the forwards?
1: All right, fine. all right.
0: OV, Backstrom, Kuznetsov, Mantha, Wilson, Lars, and Daniel
1: Sprong. I don't really agree with the Sprong. Ugh, Sprong. Didn't we just yeah. get him from the Penguins? Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Yeah, I like everything until Sprong.
2: Generic '90s grunge song. Everyone in Flanders.
1: All right, let's get into the NBA.
2: Well, it looks like I came in just in time for NBA talk.
1: You absolutely did, my friend. You absolutely did.
2: How are we doing today, fellas? for
1: For the viewers on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I'm putting on my Wizards jersey.
2: Hey, they put on one hell of a performance, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, we did. You know, n- no sweep in this house.
1: No broom. Toss the brooms out.
2: So, uh, I I mean, we might as well just get right into it. Uh, is it going to be a gentleman's sweep, or are they going to make it interesting?
1: Um, I think they'll make, make it interesting. Um, The next game is tomorrow, and so two in Philly, two in – so it's back in Philly, right? I believe so. Yeah, no, I think the Wizards are going to take it uh take it to game six at the very least
2: i saw russell russell westbrook had 20 boards that was phenomenal and i don't know if it was his free throw or his field goal percentage but he was like 11 for 13 his his percentages were off the charts which i think he's uh, really shown a lot of awareness this series in his shot selection and how he's played as you know leading that team at point guard.
1: I mean that's what you get with Brody. Hey, um did Joel Embiid
0: get hurt at the end of the game or something? Or so hurt?
2: he hurt his knee, but he's also had some back issues so I'm sure that is probably in question as well. I know he went down with a knee injury though and I'm sure Sixers fans are waking up um kind of nervous. Are they know.
0: um is he is he questionable or is it day to day or
2: um, I at this point I am not sure to be honest with you. Um, I'm sure it's day to day.
1: So if he's day to day and you're the you're the Sixers GM, Philly's up three one. You know this game. If Washington wins, you're still in it. You know if Washington loses, then the Sixers are moving on. He, he's listed as doubtful. So if you're the GM, I'm I'm keeping him out no matter what. So that's good, and that kind of leads leaves. The door a little open for the Wizards, you know what I mean. Moving forward, Robin Lopez, the little bit that I watched, I mean, he he was looking pretty good. He had
2: some nice post moves at the end of the game too. I didn't catch the beginning of the game; I caught the end, and he he did have some nice post moves. He was working it. Uh he, Robin Lopez played for the Knicks a couple of years ago, and I I enjoyed him. He's he's a just a hard nosed player. He's like he's an old fashioned player, you know.
1: Exactly. He's he's a he's a journeyman.
2: But I like what you said, Joe, and I think I agree with you. Uh it would make the most sense to leave Joel Embiid out for this next game and that does leave the Wizards open to maybe sneak it and make it interesting and catch a second win in the series.
1: Yeah, I mean, it certainly does.
2: At this point, you're trying to avoid the gentleman sweep.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. Speaking of gentleman sweeps, Mr. Trey Young's still playing pretty well out there in Atlanta. Brent, let's hear your thoughts on the Knicks right now.
2: Since the last time... I guess we released a pod. There's been three games and I really, you know, game two in New York was off the charts. Uh, stadium was popping. I don't know if you guys watched that game, but it was, it was really, really cool to see the the garden rocking like that. There was 15,000 people in the house and they were all screaming and they played really well. You could tell the, the team played with energy and it helped us get the dub. Um, I had never seen them play like that with that energy and, uh, Cohesively they were hitting shots Reggie Bullock was playing off the charts like they they looked like a playoff team and I was like we're here we've arrived and I was like all we got to do is take one in Atlanta that's all we got to do lo and behold we drop them both we get killed killed in game three Trey Young I mean props to him the man's been the man's been hooping I think he's had at least 30 points in every game this series So at this point, it's kind of the same situation as the Wizards where we're trying to avoid the gentleman sweep. I think we're obviously in a little bit better situation than the Wizards. Maybe not, though, with Joel Embiid. We'll see. But, um, I mean, I I don't know. we we got to get something going. we got to figure out a way to uh, make something happen. I think Randall, everyone's been sending me the the Instagram stat that uh, Randall's shot like, the worst field goal percentage of any player in like the modern playoffs or the modern NBA. We'll put it that way. I mean, I thought he'd bounce back by now, but he, but he hasn't. I mean, at this point, we've overachieved enough, and obviously, I would like to win this series, and I think we still have a chance, but it's not looking good. We'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe Derek can bring us, uh, bring us back to glory.
1: Yeah, maybe he'll bring you some magic. I think people should just lay off Randall. Julius Randle, honestly, doesn't really matter if he's, if he, I mean, yes, it certainly matters that he's not, you know, doing it right now in the playoffs, but he had such an incredible regular season that I don't think that his bad play in the playoffs are going to wipe that away. Uh, But with that said, you know, if, if, if you want want to, if you want to be the guy, you got to be the guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if, sorry, Brent, if, you know, You
0: die on the sword that got you there, you know, you know, he got you there. You can't, you know, if he's taking these shots that he would in a regular season, I don't know why you'd be angry at it besides the fact that it's not falling. Right. But you know, if that's the way that you guys played to get to the playoffs and because that what's made you a playoff team, I think you still have to continue to play through him and just hope he gets out of it.
2: So I will say, I agree with everything you're saying. 100%. I mean, we go with what what got us here and I think the real situation is he he's played the most minutes in the NBA as well so I think he's just looking a little tired at this point and you know we got a ride with him and he it's not like he's played bad it's not like he's taken bad shots but they're they're just not falling and when we to your point when we do the things that got us here, we're successful. Like, we won game three or game two specifically because we did everything the way that it got us here. Like, exactly what I was talking about on the pod last week. We had to, we have to play together, like, get turnovers, hit, get transition points, hit threes, play as a team. When we, we can't do this one on one shit. And that's the one thing. Like, Randall, when he's hot, he can do the one on one stuff, but he can't just come out and just like try to, like, and one or like, you know, cross somebody up right away. He's got to, get into a flow, get into a rhythm. And that happens when Derrick Rose or someone's out there, you know, moving, moving the rock and ball movement, getting everybody involved. Then the crowd starts to feel it. We start to feel it. We start to-
0: what an incredible story it's going to be with the, the Wizards, Knicks fa- facing off in the next round after facing both facing a 3-1 deficit.
2: It's going to be phenomenal. I'll tell you what.
0: Well, moving past the team that's already into the second round, the the Bucks swept the heat. Kind of surprised there, but they're they're resting up there for probably for the Nets who are leading the Celtics three uh, one. Anybody want to say anything about the the Bucks? Uh-huh.
1: Um, I mean they looked look good. That's what I was yeah, saying. the Heat didn't. The Heat did not come to play.
2: Yeah, the bubble Heat has been popped. Absolutely, I I think maybe Drew Holiday might be might have been the missing piece to the Bucks because they are looking good. And part of my take, brought up something today that I thought was very interesting, and that is the fact that the Bucks aren't in the spotlight this year. You know, Giannis isn't the MVP, they're not the number one seed, and like, they don't have all the pressure on them because of the Sixers and the Nets, and that could be while they're why they're playing better, as well as having Drew Holiday, who is a lockdown guard, who is also an assist machine, you know? I mean, he's really just been phenomenal for them, and every, everywhere he goes, he balls. Giroux I think the
0: matchup is going to be assuming that the the Nets finish out the Celtics here. uh, You know, the Nets versus the Bucks, in the second round. I think that's going to be a great series. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to go seven, but I think the the Nets would take that.
2: Gosh, that's going to be interesting to see. I don't know. I might, I might give it to the.
0: You gotta, you gotta think about matchups, right? Like, right? Like that, that's... that's what I'm
2: starting to think about. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, you put Drew on Kyrie, and then you put Giannis on, I guess, KD. Who's going to guard James Harden?
1: DiVincenzo? I'll, I'll do it. Middleton?
2: Well, yeah, we'll get Joe out there.
1: <laughs> I, I, I got Harden. You just got to bear hug him.
2: How how many points? How long before you fell out, and how many points would he drop on you?
1: Okay, um, he would drop three points because I'd tackle him immediately. <laughs>
2: And then you get attacking it. He's out of here. You
1: probably exactly. have twelve because Joe would just get you know six off ball fouls. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I move all right. <laughs> I'm I'm moving pretty well. I'm moving all right. I'm not I'm not getting these off the ball fouls. Actually, I don't know if somebody tries to set a pick against me. I'm I'm just going right through them. You're right. I see what you're saying. So, uh,
0: you know, the the East is yet to be finished. I think there's a lot of um, First round, you know, truth to be untold because, you know, as we see the Wiz and the the Knicks both down 3-1, expect big things from them. You know, I think the Nets
1: are going to finish it out there. So just before we go into the West, I just want to bring up the schmuck of the week. Um, And that is all of the fans who have been fucking with the NBA players.
0: Cut
1: that shit out. Cut, like, like, cut that shit out. Like, these are humans. These are human beings. You guys cannot be throwing fucking water bottles at them like they're just animals at a zoo. Well, also, you shouldn't throw bot- water bottles at animals either. Yeah. Peter. Okay, these these are human beings. They're not here to be just gawked at and thrown at and just yelled at. They're here to provide entertainment for you, but they're also humans. So do not fucking do that shit anymore. You guys are adults. You guys are being it's not it's not a right to be in an nba stadium it's a privilege so as we know from 2020 last year we nobody was in the stadium like pull your shit together i'm really upset about this i'm really upset about it i
2: can see that <laughs> but i mean yeah it's it's schmuck of the week worthy and i think Maybe it has a little bit to do with the fact that nobody's been at anything. So people don't know how to act right. Maybe people a little, it doesn't excuse anything.
0: You got these guys like cold clocking these guys, you know, in, in this baseball stands on like a Tuesday night.
2: That's, there's been like a fight in like every single baseball game. There's been a lot of crazy fights. I will say one thing about like the, the NBA stuff. Like, the guy running out on the court in the Wizards game, that was funny. You know, that was in good nature. You know, that didn't... That, that, yeah, really, that
1: that wasn't... That's that not wasn't no a
2: big deal. About. I know that's not what you're talking about. But like, that's what you should, like... If you want to get your two seconds of glory, like, like aim for that. Not We're not condoning anybody to run on an NBA court. Um, that is illegal. But if you do choose to do so, that would be the route. But throwing things... I mean, there's you know there's a million cameras in every stadium... To begin with, I mean Dolan—they
0: are coming after you guys now. They are coming after you.
2: Like they'll literally just hear you and just kick you out that way. Like I mean, Jesus Christ, Dolan's crazy. So I, to begin with, it just seems like it's a bad decision because there's a million cameras in there, and they always get banned and they always get arrested. So it's just like, I mean, I hope you had fun, but now you're now you're the schmuck of the week, which is even worse.
0: Well, it's even worse as having to play in a playing game," said LeBron. LeBron and the Lakers are playing the Phoenix Suns and it's tied 2-2. Uh, the Lakers being the seventh seed, now I have to go into Phoenix and win at least one and then come back to LA and win one to at least move on. And I, I don't know, guys, I'm starting to get worried for the Lakers, the Lake Show. I mean, Devin Booker, CP3, you know, Ayton, they have some players, there. Uh, Kyle Bridges, like, you know, um, I think they also have a point guard that was playing out of his mind. I forget his name, but the guy who I you know was a, was a rookie or something is playing fantastic. So
2: I see what you're saying, but the Lakers are gonna win. Come on,
0: like I I agree until until they lose. Like I, I agree. Like it's like come on. Like but it's two two. Like and they don't have home court advantage. Like clearly the, the the Suns can hang with them. Right. Like it's not a question of like if the Suns can score or not. Like the Suns definitely can. It's just how about the Lakers play? You know, like the
1: Lakers obviously are a better team. Is AD but... playing? CP three is is questionable. So
2: here, way. that's what I was going to get to. Just on, just in time, CP three is getting hurt. He, Classic. he he powered through and played the last game, game four, I guess, and that's that's why they want him. Saying coach wanted me to sit out, I didn't want to do it, and I'm like. That's because you're going to get hurt later in the series when they need you or later in the playoffs if you do advance. Like, that's the worst. Like, CB3 gets buckets. There's no denying his bucket getting ability when he's in there and, and healthy. But that's the ticker when he's healthy because he's not always healthy. And that's always been his Achilles heel. And, you know, the Lakers aren't 100% healthy either. AD, is AD playing for game five? I'm not, I don't, I, I heard he wasn't. So I'm not sure if he still is, but. If you got LeBron, you got a chance. And if LeBron's in the game, there's no chance this man is going to let them lose in in the first round, you know? Like, the man just makes plays.
1: AD is uh, a day-to-day questionable game five.
2: Okay, so just put a pin in that. I mean, obviously, having AD makes it a a lot easier on LeBron because he's really starting to show his age, and he doesn't want to put too much wear and tear on that ankle, but the man's been hooping. Every time he plays, he gets
0: bucky's. Yeah, I expect the Lakers to win. I just, I would like to see the Suns win, right? Like I'd like
1: to see the Suns win too.
0: But moving into uh, the three-six matchup, uh, the Denver Nuggets versus the Portland Trail Blazers two-two. Now it's a best of three, essentially. Um, Denver with the home court advantage. This is also one of these matchups which is just really up for the air. I also think it's going to go to seven. I like Denver's chances more because they're they're the home team. That doesn't mean that I can count out Dame at any time. But, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Portland. Uh, I'm going to. I say Portland's going to win this um, in seven, though.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm taking Portland here too. I you can't really count out Dame. Can't count out CJ McCollum. I mean, you know that that team is. You know, Zach and I were talking about this beforehand, mellow. Um, as well, you know that that team is—they've got the characters, they've got the players to 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 be a championship team. Um, it just they just got to get past these Nuggets and then got to keep trucking, got to keep grinding. But yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going with the Trailblazers here, honestly. They finna eat up
2: these Nuggets, but it's gonna take it's gonna take Game Seven for sure. I mean, the the Trailblazers never make it easy, but it's always interesting to watch with Damo. I mean, in, in Game Seven. We're bound to see a buzzer beater, which would be sick. I mean, if if Damian Lillard is playing in a Game 7 and you don't watch that game, you're just foolish at this point, you know? Because you know the man is going to take crazy shots, and you know he's going to hit more shots than he misses. So I'm going to take the Trailblazers as well. But this next game is the one I'm really interested about and I want to hear from you guys, and that's the Clippers and the Mavericks. The Clippers evened it up at 2-2. So, what do you think? What do you guys think is going to happen for Game Five, and what do you think is going to happen for the rest of the series?
0: You know, I think we touched on this uh, last um, last episode, and I think I was—I'm pretty positive. I thought the Clippers were going to come out on top. Um, I just—I like—I just love Kawhi, and I think Luca is just a little too inexperienced right now. I don't think he's quite ready.
2: He's missing a lot of free throws, too, man.
0: Luca he's missing a
2: lot of free throws. Yeah. He's shooting forty-one percent from the free throw line. Forty-one.
0: That's not going to cut it. What's? He's yeah. not. I he should take it as like a step back. You
2: know. <laughs> if do you think you're allowed to?
0: Can you? No. I don't like think even your feet no, have to no, no, be stationary. No, 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 no. Even even if you're like within the little thing, can't you just like sidestep?
2: Yeah. If <laughs> you just did a little. No.
0: hold on. All right,
1: I'm gonna look up these rules. On. This. I feel like you should yeah. be able just to. Little, uh, right. Step back. But. Don't you think somebody Because aren't you allowed to do now? like
2: around the world And bounce twice Put
1: it up Yeah as long as your feet don't move I don't think
2: Well, Yeah see that was my question Do your feet have to be stationary Yeah. Because I think your feet might not be allowed to move And that's the whole point That's the whole of step back motion The step back step Is feet. to move your feet Yeah so That would appear to be the predicament
0: That's why I can't make them It's simple
2: I mean that's why he's shooting forty one percent. It's a lot harder. He's like, they're like, all right Luca, just now do that, not moving. And he's like, What?
0: I don't I don't know. Somebody told me get Mark Cuban down here and tell him I can't do this.
2: But I get Bucky's when I move. And they're like, but that's no man. Like just just,
0: just hit a free throw. We everybody watches you shoot. It's cool.
2: Like, just we make got it. you, bro. We we know you can make it.
1: America, beep bop, beep bop, beep bop. this is a song from the 80s the which
0: is. well you know um it's even more interesting that the the jazz lost game one and then they win three straight against memphis obviously the Grizzlies are not ready for this this uh this stage. I think the Jazz are just too deep, too much talent. Donovan Mitchell, once he got back in, just started putting in work. Yeah, you know, their their defensive prowl is just amazing. They have you know they just have a lot of depth, and a lot of scoring. Yeah. Um, I expect them to move on in in five. Actually, I expect them to close it out here uh, tomorrow, um, which is. Was that Wednesday? Can't believe yeah.
2: today's Tuesday. Really threw me off. Yeah, I know. It threw, it threw us off a little bit. Um, also, the podcast coming out on Friday. I want to apologize to to the audience. Uh, we had a we had to deal with some stuff outside of the podcast, which
1: kind of made it. You know, it's the third. It's the we'll third party consulting it's firm. Third,
2: we'll blame the third party consulting firm. Um, they're, you know, they're
1: they're just getting ridiculous.
2: At this point, it's getting a little bit ridiculous, and we've been in constant communications with uh, HR, and it's getting ugly.
0: Let's just say we saw an invoice and it got flagged. And yeah,
2: Zach, Did- Zach, Zach, Zach. All right. All Save right. it for the lawyers. Save it for the lawyers. Yeah. Jesse's on it.
1: Absolutely. Jesse's on it. Um, I just want to say real quick that things are not looking good for my picks from last week. Um, as you guys know, I picked against all of you the entire time, or most of the time.
2: Yes, yes, I do <laughs> recall. Except for Things- the Trailblazers, that's the only thing we're we're all just in unison about is demo. Right, it's game time right. all the time.
1: It, I mean, it's always game time. Always name time. My book. I'm glad may we still pick be, the It May not be in your book. May not be in your book, but my book. It's um, but yeah, I've got I've got the Grizzlies. I've got the Suns. Yikes, we've got the Mavs, Trailblazers, right? And then we're all oh, and then I took the Celtics, which yes.
2: Yikes. Oh, right.
1: well, we all took the Bucks. Hey, look at that.
2: Hey, what do you know?
1: Uh, did we all take the Knicks? I think we all did, right?
0: Yeah, we're all in
2: unison no, with the, the Wizards
0: and the Knicks.
1: The Knicks are the Hawks. Oh, 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 I thought I thought you said the Nets. Sorry. Yeah, no, we all took Wizards. we all took the Hawks. So Brim, what do you what do you think about this trade?
0: Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams for Julio Jones and Matt Ryan.
2: I think we were touching on this a little bit last week, and we were this is true. We were deciding how we were, we were talking how it made a lot of sense to do so. Earlier today, I heard Ian Rappaport talking on the Pat McAfee show, and he was actually saying how it's actually probably very. Very slim chances of Aaron Rodgers actually being traded. They're in constant works to uh, get a contract done with him right now. That's happened, you know. Like we were saying, the the flackers are just trying to just kind of at this point just make a good faith effort to to pay the man what he wants, I guess, and figure it out that way. So
0: is that is that what he wants to do? He
1: just wants to get paid.
2: I mean, maybe at this point, who knows?
1: Yeah, I heard. I mean, I remember seeing Aaron Rodgers. Specifically, say I'm not going to be a Packer next year. So I mean, I just think that it'd be best for him to be traded. I don't know why, like everyone's thinking that they're going to smooth things over. Because guess what? Next year, it's literally going to be the same exact fucking thing.
2: Yeah, Flack Nation. I mean, that was, I was just saying what Ian unless unless
1: you
0: win, unless you win, like, winning solves all, all.
2: I'm still with the whole idea of trading him in that whole package. Because it yeah, makes I sense mean, for both
1: parties, it does, and it makes it makes Aaron happy, or it might not make Aaron happy, but at least he's not with the Packers still, and it makes the Packers finally get rid of that shit storm that's been going on with Aaron, and it's a ladder I mean, I wouldn't say it's a lateral move, but it's. I mean, it's as close to a lateral move as you can make. It wide receiver wise. Julio Jones is certainly on a downward trajectory, not a steep one, a slight one, which still makes him better than 98 percent of the receivers in the NFL. Do you think? Do you think that's too high?
2: No, maybe ninety maybe ninety five.
1: I think he's I think he's the top five wide receiver when he's yeah. healthy. okay, let, let's let's do it. Let's do when it. When he's healthy, top, yeah. Top five receivers: DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, Vontae Adams. Adams,
2: Michael Thomas.
1: I don't
0: like Michael Thomas.
1: Product of the system. I don't know. I don't like Michael Thomas. Um, I'd, put, Tyree Hill. Hill. I'd, I'd put, put Tyre Tyreek Hill. I'd put Tyreek Hill and Stefan Diggs over both, over Michael Thomas. Oh, I'd put
2: Diggs over. I'd put Diggs top five for yeah. sure. And
1: then no, my I, last... I would
0: say I would say Julio. I mean Julio is in
1: there. Yeah, sure. that's what I'm saying. I, my my number five is Julio. Yeah. i do not even say Julio is like three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, when healthy though, that's the bug boo, right? Right. Right.
2: That's the, I guess the kicker.
1: My three, four, and five are all interchangeable. One and two are absolutely Deandre Hopkins, Devontae Adams three, four, and five kind of get a little bit money for me.
2: Hmm.
0: I mean, I think, so I think like, if we want to talk about trade value as a whole, whether it's, you know, we're talking outside of this trade package, I think it's definitely. I think he's a first round worthy. I think that's what they want. I think that's probably what they'll get. If not, they'll probably get a second. Um, if they do get a 1st they it'll be in a future draft. Um, a second would probably be this year. Um, but I could see them getting multiple draft picks and probably a couple, a player or two, depending on how much they want to sweeten the deal and how they, you know, their books look and who they want to get off. Because I think Julio is pretty darn expensive. So
2: not a cheap contract and i'm not sure what devonte adams deal is right now
0: i can't imagine it's cheap
2: you know i did uh here on the on part of my take too that danica patrick came out and was like talking to like a a, a doctor in narcissism and was like talking about like um i had a past relationship with with a man who was narcissistic and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm seeing so... Now that I'm learning about it, I'm seeing so many things that I dealt with in the past that I didn't know how to explain. And she didn't name drop, but who do you guys think she was talking about?
1: Probably rhymes with Baron Snargers or something. I don't know.
2: Well, if I had to guess, just... uh based... It could be Karen Joggers. Oh, yes, Karen Joggers. He, he, is, a, he is a great... NFL receiver Karen Joggers look for him in fantasy football this year. But I do think he was talking about Aaron Rodgers. She, excuse me, she was talking about Aaron Rodgers. That's, I mean, I will say I've listened to him on the Pat McAfee show every week during football season just because I liked it. I was, it was interesting to hear what he says because he really doesn't talk to the media that much. And the dude's funny and he just doesn't seem like, unless he puts on a show every single week, every single day, like, Dude seems like he's a pretty cool guy. I mean, I
1: don't know. I mean, there's a lot to be said for behind closed doors. I mean, you, everyone's heard about Aaron Rodgers sending family birthday presents, Christmas presents back to this family and, you know, kind of being estranged from his family. So honestly, Aaron Rodgers is an enigma in my opinion, when it comes to his, his personal life, I think, and I've, If I were in the NFL, that's how I'd kind of want to, I mean, maybe not have the stigma of returning presence to my family. I'd kind of want to be an enigma. I wouldn't want anyone to really know who I am. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that maybe he's just playing it the way he wants to.
2: For truths, for truths. I mean, I think he definitely controls his narrative better than most players in the NFL. And I think that's due to him doing what you said and like, kind of just being an enigma. I mean, the most I've ever learned about him has been on the Pat McAfee show and he comes on once a week and just, like, will like shoot the shit with Pat and just, you know, make funny jokes and whatever. And I'm just like, damn, like, this dude's, like, funny as shit. And he's talking, he loves uh, he loves Austin Powers. He'll just drop Austin Powers lines. And every single week, like, we drop SpongeBob lines.
1: Oh, that's funny. I didn't realize that. Damn. I love dropping me a few uh, Austin Powers lines.
0: I love gold.
1: Brent, I wish you were here for the rugby here, for the rugby point. Yeah. Zach, don't look. Don't look at that.
2: <laughs> talk about anything interesting? I mean, give me the rundown yeah. real quick.
1: Yeah, no, we talked about um so I just talked about the standings right now. Um and uh we talked about We had some great
0: talk about the MLR. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, we had fun. We were talking about uh the Olympics coming up because rugby's in the Olympics. Um, we were talking about what nations I think are going to win, stuff like that.
2: USA, USA, USA. Actually, we've got
1: we've got a legitimate shot. We've got a legitimate shot. Um, that'd be sick, dude. It would be awesome if we won, uh, especially like for USA for like for American rugby. That'd be huge. Like it it'd get it into the every household. Like every kid would like. That's that's what I think the MLR is hopefully going to be for America is to see like, you know, football isn't the only route that eth- I mean, sorry, football, hockey, baseball, basketball. Um, those aren't the only routes you can go in professional sports. You know, you can, you can play rugby and it's, it's a much more dynamic sport than a lot of people really understand. And so I, that's what I'm hoping the MLR d- will do for American rugby, but, Honestly, I think that if the USA Eagles win the Olympics, win a gold medal in the Olympics, that'd be incredible. That'd be huge for the sport of rugby.
2: Definitely. We should go to a rugby game. We
1: should. What's the DC team? Uh, Old Glory. Old Glory. Old Glory. Yeah. uh, Let me see where they play, actually. That'd be sick. Don't they play at Audi
2: Field? While you're doing that, did you guys touch on the lacrosse game at all? Maryland. Oh uh, no! we did not. Oh my goodness! Maryland lost to Virginia by one.
0: Oh, and it was a heartbreaker.
2: We are down. I believe it was thirteen to eleven to Virginia with about thirteen seconds to go. We score, and we're down. We're down one with about ten seconds to go. We win the faceoff. The dude's coming down the lane, has a shot, chance to win. The goalie makes a fucking fantastic save. We lose to Virginia by one. That's I mean, the kid did everything possible. And then, then they they were showing just – instead of showing the Virginia celebrating, they were showing Maryland sobbing. Like, oh, let's let's watch, zoom in on his tears. Like, look right here. Now his teammate's consoling his teammate. And it's just like, dude, show the team fucking celebrating. I don't want to see this. Like, God damn it. Like, and he really – Tommy Jones really had a good faith effort this year and blah, blah, blah. Like – I don't know why ESPN's always trying to tug at the heartstrings. Like, I mean, you know in the draft a couple of years ago, it was like, and so-and-so dealt with a lot of tragedy growing up. It was like every single player, they had to bring up this saddest story about them instead of like, you know, some players, you can mix in some good stories. There's some good stories out there. I mean, not, it's just my opinion on the matter. But yeah, Maryland did lose by one. They They had a good faith effort and, you know, they're a powerhouse in lacrosse. So maybe we should start drawing more attention to that.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, I So unfortunately I had to run, so I didn't get to see that we won the faceoff. But um, we were actually down 16 to 11 um, with like five minutes left. And then Maryland scored five unanswered. And then UVA scored one to go up one with like a minute or something like that. Or, sorry, excuse me. UVA went up two. It was like 17 to 15. And then UMD had like scored with like a minute or something or like ten seconds left and then this happened. Man, that's crazy. I didn't know that he won the face off.
2: Yeah, dude, it was nuts. It was crazy, dude. It, he, he took it and he he took his chance. I mean, not every single one goes in, man, but you know, you can't can't knock the guy. He took his shot, he missed it. Goalie was playing out of his mind. In like the last two minutes, he had two crazy saves. Where he took it right off the chest. I was like, dude, this goalie is just playing out of his mind.
1: I have an update on uh, on when, or sorry, where the Old Glory plays their games. And it's at Sagra Field in Leesburg, Virginia. So it's about an hour away from.
2: Nice, nice. So, so definitely catch a game.
1: Yeah, their, a next, their next home game is Saturday, June 12th at home. And then after that, they won't be home for another – until July 10th. All right. And that does it for another episode of the Guys Talk About Sports. Make sure to tune in next week for episode 37. Again, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Guys Talk Sports with Tuesdays and on Instagram at Guys Talk Sports 101. Finally, we'd like to give out a shout-out to our sponsor that makes us all possible, Anchor. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. Boys, we're going to end the episode. Zach, please name a player who currently plays in the NFL who played at Texas. You're going to have to give me a second here. Okay,
0: yeah.
2: Zach, this is like a softball question for you.
0: It's it's not Sam Ellinger.
2: I guess technically, yes. There you go. He he did just get drafted. I mean, I was going to say... Sam Ellinger, there we go. So I'm going to say Devin Duvernay from the Ravens.
0: that's a good Um, one. Damn. But I thought you were going to say oh, Colt Sam McCoy. Cosme. Sam Cosme. I thought or you were going to say Cosme. Colt McCoy. That's Colt McCoy. McCoy or Vince Young. Like, God, Vince, wait. Vince Young is not.
1: He's
0: well, not current. currently plays. Oh, currently, currently in the current. league. Sorry, I was just, I was just.
2: See, that sorry. was that was the uh, yeah. that was the curveball right there. It was the current because I, right, I was well, going to say Ricky Williams.
1: All right, good. Well, curve last bull- week, last bull- week I did ECU Zach, and it was any player. Well, Joe, how about that one's even name-
0: tougher. Name um, name one for Washington. Washington?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, John Ross. Damn it.
0: That's
1: a good one. You guys want to try to keep stumping me? Washington State.
2: Oh, Anthony Pettis.
1: Oh. Um,
2: that was for uh, Washington. Partner
1: Minshew. Yeah, um, Minshew.
2: For Come Washington on. State. Yeah,
0: Minshew. That was, the, that was the one I was looking for. Hold on. Yeah, I don't know if you can
2: find it anybody else. I there's this white quarterback. I can't remember his fucking name right now. Oh. I'm not gonna be able to do it. God damn it!
1: All right, Zach, you want to <laughs> keep going? What
2: about Rice. Rice. Yeah, I
0: don't know anything.
1: <laughs> no, okay, but like, yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah I have to. Know. I, I'll have to. Know. Okay, Fresno State. Uh, Devonte Adams. Yeah.
2: Did you clock him on that one? That one was quick.
1: Yeah, Brent. Right. You want to you want to give me any? Tulsa. Oh uh, Zavian, Zavian Collins.
2: Yep. There you go. That's a good one. What
1: about Western Michigan. Western Michigan. Oh, I know this one. Western Michigan. Oh, um, Corey Davis. Yep. Mm-hmm. That'd be it. Michigan Brent. State. Uh, Kirk Cousins. West Virginia, um, Austin my, uh, Tav- T- Tavon Austin.
0: He is in the league.
1: Boston College, count it. Matt
2: Ryan, Syracuse. Um, ooh, Syracuse. That's tough. Syracuse. Might have stumped them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't. Have, I don't have Syracuse. Uh. uh
2: now Vita Vita Vey is Washington.
1: Um I got nothing on Syracuse. Yeah, I got nothing on Syracuse too. Uh I bet it's like a safety. Yeah. Um Motherfucker. I don't know. Do you know? Nah. Oh I no! This is this is a game where you guys have to know.
2: <laughs> oh, I gotta know.
1: <laughs> All right, Buffalo.
2: Well, I just started ripping Mack, him off at the end. Will Mac. Yeah. UCLA.
1: Josh Rosen is still technically in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is still technically
2: in the NFL. <laughs> Texas Tech.
1: Uh, Patrick Mahomes.
2: Yeah. There you go.
1: I mean SMU.
2: You're good, man. You're Cole good. Cole Beasley. <sighs> USC. Thank
1: you. USC. <laughs> Sam Darnold. Maryland. Stefan Diggs. That's an easy one. Virginia. Virginia. That's a good one. <sighs> that is a good one. Oh, Morgan Moses.
0: Oregon
2: State.
1: Oregon State. Jaquiz
0: Rodgers.
2: <laughs>
0: Jaquiz. I don't think he's in the league anymore. So
2: I, I don't think Jaquiz is in the league anymore. Shout out to Jaquiz, though.
0: Wasn't Desmond Trufant from Washington? Yeah, I think so. I, I
2: thought he was Michigan State.
1: Nah. Oh, Trufant? Oh, no, no, mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah, you're right. Um, Oregon State? Do you, do you know? It? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I know. It. Oh, don't
2: look it up. <laughs> Oregon State.
1: Um, I bet a lineman. Um, Alabama. Alabama. Jonathan Allen. All right. All right.
0: All right. I'll, I'll come prepared next time. You're good, okay. Joe. yeah. Yeah.
2: I was gonna say Tyree Kill, but he was Oklahoma State.
0: Ah, yeah. Oklahoma
1: State
0: would have been a good one.
1: Yeah. Dumb him him. All right, you guys wanna go ahead and end it? Where did Travis yeah. Kelsey go to college? <laughs> no. Cincinnati. Fuck. George Kittle. Iowa. Hmm. All right. <laughs> We're not gonna get him. Yeah, let's just wrap. <laughs> All right, guys. Adios. Peace. Oh, uh, listeners of the podcast. <laughs> See ya.
2: Fans, thanks, thanks again. Go when, nowhere.
1: We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going
0: nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't we stop now. It's bad work for life.